Hello, everyone. This is Bill Apter, and I just finished taping an episode of Count It Out with Mike and Tyler, or Tyler and Mike. They're brilliant hosts. You've got to listen. You've got to see. Count it out. Yeah, I endorse it. They've got the after chat seal of approval. This is Paul the Butcher, Vashon, and you're listening to the Count It Out. Well, we are live, pals, and welcome back to another edition of Count It Out with Mike and Tyler. My name is not Danny. See what I did there? I see what you did there. I am Tyler, and of course, I am always joined by the one and only Mojito Mike. Mike, before I ask how you're doing, just want to say you and Danny did a great job reuniting the team last week. We did not get cancel cultured. Um, we did probably lose a few YouTube subscribers cause you ugly motherfuckers, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Spotify numbers were fantastic. Uh, highly entertaining show you guys did. So, uh, hats off to you gentlemen. I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little, I don't know, disheartened, sad by the fact that when you and I have great conversations about wrestlers and about wrestling, we do mediocre numbers, but when I talk about doing coke off the off the erect dick of a homeless person, uh, we 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 do we do record numbers in a week. So um, maybe maybe we got to start talking about what we talk about on the show. More less wrestling and more homeless coke dick. That will not be happening. That that will be our, our <laughs> that will be our Patreon exclusives when we're rich and famous, and uh, you, and you, Dan, you and Danny can have the Patreon exclusives. Uh, well, anyways, it's good to be back in the saddle. Um, definitely missed recording over the last couple of weeks. We've had some interviews. I've been off the shelf. So let's see if I can remember how to do this. Uh, I think we have a really you, fun. You, you haven't done the list in quite a while. It's uh, been, been a while. Me, you've been letting me list it up uh, since I'm going on hiatus soon. So uh, you've been you've been giving me all the lists. Uh, so it's nice to have you uh, do a list this week. I'm looking forward to uh <sighs> possibly shitting on your list but i don't know uh, i mean backlash has a history of great matches it yes. really does so yes. uh, I, I i don't know if there's uh really even a possibility of me hating your list this week um i don't know to be honest um because we're doing backlash wrestlemania rematches so it's mm-hmm. not not the greatest backlash matches of all time um I went back, watch all the WrestleMania matches, rematches at Backlash, preparing for this list. I did not do uh, the pay-per-view that happened this week. I left it off the list. We'll do a fun little thing at the end about that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think I did good. I think I did good. I have not done so, a list. So in total, in total, how many matches did you have to watch? I watched probably about 15 matches. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve matches I watched. So, so in history, not including this year, there's only been twelve uh, backlash rematches. As far as I saw, unless I missed something, right? Okay. But uh, and I was very specific too. It has to be an exact WrestleMania rematch. Now there could have been a stip to it. That's fine. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I, not exact. I mean, I, like, count, I, 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 I count Charlotte and. Um, uh, Ronda to be a rematch, yes, even absolutely. though even though they did not have an I quit match at uh, at WrestleMania. The example that I'll use is um, WrestleMania 20. Chris Jericho and Christian fought at uh, WrestleMania, but at Backlash, yeah. it was Jericho versus Trish and Christian. So that is not a WrestleMania. That's rematch. not a rematch. No, so there, okay. there can be a stipulation involved, uh, and that's fine. Um, I I do have a little uh, vent I want to go on. Not a vent. That's the wrong word, but. Um, you know, uh, last at uh, the pay-per-view this week, uh, we saw uh, Edge's Judgment Day faction grow a new member. It was mm-hmm. uh, Rhea Ripley, which I think is a great addition. Right? 100%. Yeah. Um, and you and I were talking, and and I I kind of was like, 
why did Edge just all of a sudden become full-fledged dark Edge? Like, you know, and, and you brought up a good point. It's been a little bit of a slow build. Uh, yeah. he, he started doing the brood entrance at, at SummerSlam. But I just feel like it was such a, like a drastic and dramatic turn from out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, he all of a sudden just came out and said, I want a phenomenal match at WrestleMania and then turned heel on AJ. And then the next week he was this whole new person. I, I just don't know if I, if I agree with that, just because, I mean, if you look at the, the history of the evolution of that character uh, from a kayfabe standpoint, he started off as a tortured soul yes. and then he was like, and then he was in the brood and then it was, yes. Did he become more of a, uh, exaggerated version of Adam Goldblum, of course he did, but he's got those dark roots. He was part of the ministry. He was, you know what I mean. So he's got those dark roots. So to see him do this, mm-hmm. kind of, it makes sense to me. Now I agree with everything you're saying, and this is my fantasy booking that I think I wish would have happened because I love what Edge is doing right now, and I love it's, it's great. It's fun, and I and I love that you know he is touching on his roots again, like you said. But I just didn't like how it was just snap my finger. One week he was rated our superstar. One week he was no entrance, just dark character, right? I wish mm-hmm. something big would have triggered it. And I really okay. wish that it involved Gan Grail. I mean, that I agree with you. After they did the, uh, there was rumors that they reached out to Gan Grail and then all of a sudden something couldn't happen because of COVID. AEW a- uh, was going to bring him in, but when Edge did the brood entrance, they were oh, like, wow, we don't. Okay, 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 okay. So I, I remember that. Wrong I, but, but, you're, but you're right. I would have liked to see Gan Grail involved in this. I really would have. What I would have liked to have seen, though, uh, would have been, do you remember back in the Dungeon of Doom days? Now, don't shit on me yet because I'm saying the Dungeon of Doom. But do you remember <laughs> when they had King Iakea as the master yeah. and he yeah. like was like Sullivan, like, and he kind of, I wish that Gangrel kind of showed up randomly on raw and was like, you've got something dark inside of you, my friend. And I wish like over a couple weeks, like he would try to like bring that out of edge. And I, yeah. I would like the blow off to have been him spitting the red into edges face and laying him out with the DDT. And I, and that I would have liked edge to like, wake up as this dark persona and i think mm-hmm. i would have liked them to have called this faction the brood i see where you're coming from with with with, with everything you're saying I, I get it i at the same time i'm kind of digging that they're doing something somewhat original um i mean original is a hard word like like it's we're into simpsons territory at this point where yeah. everything's everything's been done Right, nothing's original anymore. No. Uh, but this is if you're gonna rehash something that's been done, this is the way to rehash it. Yes. And I like it. And I and I and I like I like the name judgment day because he uh, uh he being edge has a tie to that pay-per-view, you know, poster, the, the judgment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um so so I, I love even with the, the with backlash, I love that they redid his old back, backlash paper uh, pay-per-view poster mm. um so i like the name judgment day i i it's like growing the, on me still i'm not there yet i like the pairing of him and, and damian priest me too and now uh rhea ripley me too um here's my question to you uh do you keep it as a trio do you bring anybody else in what do you do the rumor on the street is tomaso champa might be the next one to join and i would i be, would i'd be okay i would with be that. very okay with that i would be very okay with that um, I wish they were either bringing back or just never got rid of Bray Wyatt because Bray would be a great foil for this. Mm. Like if, if I thought Bray you were going to was... say addition and I didn't like that. No, foil, no. I like that. I, like I, I, would lo- I would like him to be the dark baby face. I mean, Pat McAfee mentioned to, him on commentary up. last night. Did he? Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, he would be great to come back to... Um, and even if he came back with like Eric Redbeard or something, you know what I mean? It would be great to have him come as either Bray Wyatt or The Fiend. It doesn't matter to me. But as that dark, um, like, you know, ni- 1992 Undertaker, uh, uh, you know, the, the dark, scary figure, but he's a good guy. Yeah. 
you know, um, to go up against the, the the darkness that that is in infecting the WWE. Mm. Um, I think that would be cool. Um, but you know, right now, AJ is a great oh, yeah. um, counter to this. I, I, I'm loving I'm loving what they're doing with the story right now. I love that it's AJ and Finn Balor because you got the Bullet mm-hmm. Club connection there, which is really good. I also the just Bullet Club to... connection. And do you think you know? Do we get to the point where Finn has to bring in the demon? That'd be great. That what a perfect you know? time to bring it back, right? Yeah. Uh, not that I see this happening, but. Gallows and Anderson's contract is running up in Impact Wrestling. To see a Bullet Club reunion in WWE would be phenomenal right now just because we got the Bullet Club in Impact. Then to have a, they wouldn't call it the Bullet Club, but the club in uh, in WWE. And then AW is doing what they're doing with, yeah, with, with, the with that kind of thing. Yeah. It would be or so no, cool to see the, that. The Undisputed Elite, sorry, is what they're calling it. Is that what they're so, calling it? Yeah, okay. with the Undisputed Era and, right. uh, and the Elite, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I would love to have an incarnation of the um, of the Bullet Club in pretty in every single um, major promotion. I would New love J- that. New Japan, obviously. Nothing still got the Bullet Club. Of course. <laughs> um, but do I see it happening? No. I no, don't. neither do I. I don't see it happening either. I think that they're going to AEW personally, or they're going to stay put in Impact Wrestling. I hope they stay in Impact yeah. Wrestling. Um, I hope they stay as well. I mean, we already lost. Uh, we we being Impact fans, we already lost Willie Mack and Jonah this week. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we can. I if we didn't lose Willie or Jonah, I would have been like, you know what, good brothers. I love them, but let them go wherever they want. Because we did lose Willie Mack and Jonah, I really don't want to lose the, uh, the Good Brothers. See, I think losing the Good Brothers is is bad for Impact because the, the Good Brothers are a proven draw, and they've been a they've been a great they've been a great draw yeah. for Impact Wrestling, and and I'd like mm-hmm. to see them stay there. I think they're doing great stuff. I also just want to rehash when I mentioned earlier about the Brood name. I just want the name. I don't want the fire. I want everything to stay the same with that. Just oh, okay. I don't yeah. want I don't want the Brood. I just want the name. Man, and if he wasn't already with AEW, another guy that would be amazing to come back would be Christian. Uh, you know, have, have Christian come in and go like, what the fuck? Do you right? do you see the resemblance that everyone's talking about, about everyone saying that this is a ripoff to Malachi Black's <sighs> House of but Black or whatever? This is this is this is what I what I was kind of alluding to before, where, where, where everything is rehashed now. Yeah. And, and, and that's not me shitting on anything. It's just what it is. Wrestling's been happening for 50 fucking years, you know, 100, well, way longer, but but in the mainstream for over 50 fucking years, not, it, it's hard to, to keep coming up with new shit. What you have to do is you take something that worked and you make it different and you do it again. You're telling, if people watching AEW, including the people involved in AEW, think that the House of Black is a new concept, they're fucking high. So to say that they're ripping off House of Black is, is stupid. Yeah. Um, they are very similar, they, but they're doing their own thing. You they're know doing I mean? their own thing. How, I think House of Black is, is really fun. But is House of Black a, a ripoff of the Dark Order? And is the Dark Order a ripoff of the Ministry of Darkness? And is the, you know what I mean? And Kevin Sullivan. And then it goes all the way back to Dungeon of Doom, just like you, you brought up. You know what I mean? So so don't don't give me that shit. I, I don't I don't believe in the, 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 the ripoff scenarios unless you have a direct um absolute plagiarism. I don't want to hear about ripoffs because it's what I call the Simpsons theory. It, it, you know, South Park did a whole episode about the Simpsons already did it because it, it has everything has been done. Everything has been done. Just take a look at movies these days. How many remakes do you have? How many new Batmans do you have? How many new? You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. Shut, shut your mouth and enjoy it, people. Yeah. Because they're uh, all it, they're all fucking awesome. And you know what? The way that the world of professional wrestling is going. Who's not to say in the and, next three years that we're not going to get a six-man tag out of this? You know what I mean? And I don't even—I don't even know that the fans, the uh, the AEW fans, would have you know been jumping on that bandwagon if Malachi Black himself didn't start it by by saying, "When you order, we order the House of Black on on, uh, on Wish or whatever." I now, actually really like that line. I thought it was I, good. 
I truly think, I don't know this for a fact, this is just a theory, I think that was him just being, I think he's poking fun. I don't think he was like, fuck these guys for making for, for ripping me off. I think he's like, hey, hey, look, and I think he's poking fun. Listen, but the fans take it a little too far. That's I agree. Listen, I think it's healthy for the boys to take shots every now and then at the competition if it's done in a way like that. You yeah. know what I mean? He's not shitting and, on the WWE. And, and, and you have to remember, a lot of these guys are still friends. They 100%. Work together. They exactly. work together. There's a good chance, I don't know about Edge in this scenario, but there's a good chance that Malachi Black and Damian Priest, who worked <laughs> at in NXT at the same time, are buddies. So for him to be to, to take a shot at that, I, th- I think is probably very tongue-in-cheek and, uh, and not out of malice at all. Now, I could be wrong. Who knows? But that's how I read it. Mm. Um, But then, of course, the fans who have nothing to do with anything at all take it upon themselves to be like, oh, wow, WWE can't do anything original any day. And AEW does everything great. And then vice versa. You have have your WWE fans, you know, oh, AEW, you know, can't get over without former WWE guys. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Listen, watch the product. There's a right, there's a right and a wrong way to be proud of your brand. And I'll use Seth Rollins as an example. I love that Seth Rollins is pro WWE uh, and Becky Lynch says, you know, we have the best women's wrestlers in the world. You need Mm -hmm. to say that because if you're like, oh man, that Britt Baker, she's better than our roster. You know, Diana Perrazzo could wrestle circles around Bianca. Like, that makes your product look weak. That's like a proper way to represent your brand. But when Seth Rollins goes out, it's like, how much money do you have, Will Ospreay? And, and Braun Strowman is like, oh, these indie whiners. Like, that makes you look like a dickhead. There's a right exactly. way. There's a right way to be proud a of your right brand. right way and a wrong you know, way. The Young Bucks um, kind of do it a little dickheady, but like Malachi uh, put in that wish thing. Like, that's good. Like, that's healthy. It, it was clever. And it was a one-time thing. It's not like he was hitting that that button every other yeah. day. The way that the um, new the way that the new day and uh, the young bucks and Kenny Omega had their little rivalry a couple years ago, I thought was that fun. was great. It was fun, exactly. exactly right. Especially knowing that you know all those guys are buddies. Yeah. When, when um, the, the FTR and Cody fucked the revival, like that's yeah, hilarious. like that's, that was fun. That's a good way to do that shit. Speaking of um, good ways and bad ways to, to represent your brand. There's also a good way to, you know, sure, you don't want to put over your competition, but sometimes you have to acknowledge that they're fucking good. And the one guy that did it goddamn good today as of this recording is Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, somebody somebody put out a tweet saying Roman Reigns couldn't last five minutes in the in the ring with Omega. And Omega's response is amazing. He says, I'm sure he could. He's their top guy for a reason, and he works hard to be that guy. I think the match would surprise a lot of people. And I could not agree more with that what sentiment. A, what a great match. You, you want to give me, I don't care what product it is, AEW, WWE, you want to give me Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega? Fucking sign me up. Take my money. That yeah. match is money to me. Okay, let's um let's segue into something that we didn't really plan or talk about, and and we can go into this in more detail um next week. I think would be this would be a great hypothetical to really go in detail for. Sure. If if Kenny Omega is cleared in time for the Forbidden Door pay per view, mm-hmm. who do you put him with, and and why? There's so many men. Um, I mean. The easy answer would be because he's got so much history with him would be Okada. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally would like to see him with Osprey. That'd be I a really great would. match. That'd be a great yeah. match. Um, Do you put Punk with Okada? I think that's your money match right there. I you think, think so. Gonna, I, I think we're going to see Punk and Okada. I really do. I'd like uh, to see Punk and Osprey. Even. <laughs> There's no bad. I mean, there's there's no almost bad matches, there, there's right? there's almost no bad combinations here. There really isn't. Um, you know this. This is a of, good way to bring in the Gorillas of Destiny. There you go. FDR Gorillas of Destiny. I like that. Ah, speaking of speaking of healthy competition, did you hear what uh, NATO said about uh, this pay per view? Mm-hmm. 
somebody asked him, you know, who do you want to fight at, at this forbidden door pay-per-view? And he said, I'm not going to call anybody out. These guys can call me out. They all want to fight me. I don't care who I fight. Love it. Nato is the man. Yeah. Fantastic answer. I, I love Nato for that. Like, like, like he's always got good shots like that. He, I love his uh, his press conferences, his interviews. Yeah. Um, I think maybe next and, week we and, should and, do and our... And then, yeah, Tana, like, like, who do you put Tanahashi with? Who do you put uh, Zack Sabre with? Like, Brian there's Danielson. so many. There, oh, my God. They, 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 you got so many guys that can make this. <laughs> like, there's so many mixed matches. They're, you're either going to. It's going to be a great pay-per-view. And then you're going to have your toxic fans being like, oh, that's not what they should have done. You know what I mean? It's. It, because you're never going to please everybody. Do you think but that no matter what, at the end of the day, no matter whether you like the matches or not, they're going to be great matches. They're going to the product at the end of the day. This is the first time in history I am excited about an AEW pay per view because these you, matches are going to be phenomenal. Do you think that they fucked up a little bit by not putting this in a bigger venue, maybe trying to run a smaller stadium? They have this like. Sick obsession with Chicago, yeah, and and, and and I just don't get it. Um, sure, I mean, I is get Okada, it. The crowd's is Okada, hot. Is Okada, is Okada Punk gonna make a whole lot of money in Chicago? Sure, it is, but guess what? It's gonna make money anywhere, yeah. Well, um, like it sold out before a match was announced, right? Yeah, um, but yes, I think they should have went for a bigger venue. Um, and if if and when this is a success. I say they make an annual year, an, an annual pay per view, and they switch off every year. Next year's got to be in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, yep. I say you do. I say you do one in the states, one in Tokyo, one in the states, one in Tokyo. That's because people in the states are going, or in Canada, are going to pay money for that pay per view in the Tokyo Dome. Now they it's, will. They will. Do, do you think that? the North American wrestlers are over enough for people to care to buy it to yes. fill out the Tokyo Dome? You think so? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I, don't, I, do. I don't know how they're um, perceived over there. I know some guys are like, you know, I, 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 th- I think they, I, I think that I think they will sell out the Tokyo Dome. Even, even if the Japanese fans don't know some of the wrestlers, they will still pay to be I mean, like, Oh, 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 our guy Okada is facing off against one of the biggest names in the, in the States. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, you know, uh, it's gonna, it, I, it'll do good. It'll do very good numbers, no just, matter what. Just having Kenny and the Young Bucks coming back to Japan alone, I think, is a big deal, right? Well, that that's it too, because there's going to be a lot of a, a lot of uh, American wrestlers that are going to go back over that, that have been there, that are known there, right? So that, that's think, a good thing. Do you think we see AEW guys in the G1 this year? Ooh, I never gave that thought. Um, no. No, I do. No, I don't. Maybe, maybe one or two. Maybe. I think I think you're going to see Moxley in there, or and Danielson. Ooh. What do you do at Forbidden Four with these guys? Do you, do you give give them uh, a tag match, or do I you give them one on ones? I want one on ones. Yeah. I want Danielson in a one on one match. I give me Danielson and Okada over Punk and Okada personally. Give me Danielson and Osprey. Give, give me Danielson, Danielson and Tanahashi, man. That'd be yeah. great. Like, yeah. Um, fun stuff, man. Give me, give me Mox and Suzuki. Again, Mox yeah, and why not? Ishii. Yeah, yeah, give me Mox and Ishii. Give you me, know, give me a hard hit. I, I want him against one of the strong style guys, like one of the hard hitters. You know what the problem is, though, is we're listing all of these matches, and and this is something that you said to me off air. We have not mentioned the AEW World Champion once. Do you take the belt? Because he's it, not, I and, and, and again and once again, this is not me shitting on Hamman Page because I love his in-ring stuff. I think he's great. He is just not a fucking draw as champion. It's just what it is. Yeah, because his his title run has been good. He's had fantastic matches with Danielson. I, guess. I, and I great. I, I haven't been. But it's, it, it's just getting out, out of all the things making me interested in watching the show. Page is not one of them, unfortunately. Yeah. But if you look at him from an in-ring standpoint, him and Cole tore the house down a few times. Him and Lance mm-hmm. Archer tore the house down. Him and Danielson tore the house down on more than one occasion. Uh, but 
people are more interested in CM Punk and MJF. People are more interested yeah. in the other stuff going on. So is it time to take the belt off of him? Do you put the belt on CM is it, Punk? Is it, time, is it t- time to take it off of him? Yes. Is it time to put it on Punk? I don't think so. But which one do you do? If I if 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 one has to be over the other, I'm putting it on Punk. Um, I don't want Punk as champion right now. I wanted him to keep doing this earning my spot thing for a while, but it's time to take it off page. And if it means giving it to Punk for a while, so be it. I was in agreeance with you for a long time. I thought let's keep Punk out of it for a year or two, like a year and a bit. I just feel like it's time right now. I think Punk is peaking perfectly right now. Uh, his matches are getting incredible every week, and and he's so over with the crowd. I would like to see Punk um, take the belt, and it doesn't need to be a long run. But if they do a long run, I'm okay with doing what they did in WWE too with them and turning them heel halfway through it. Yeah, right. That'd be because, all right. Because the, the CM Punk Babyface tour is going to run its course. Within the next it, year, it always does. Right? People it, prefer Punk as a heel. Um, he's gone longer than I expected without people turning on him. You know what? Though? He he's real over. It's not time he's, to turn he's him. Extremely yet, like, over. Yeah, it's, it's, no, no, not yet, not yet. They need to put. If they're going to make him champion, they got to make him a babyface champion. Yeah, and then turn him. He, he's really connecting with that audience right now. There's Absolutely, some, and his in ring, which work is probably might, why, which is probably num- like part of the reason they like to play the Chicago market so much. Well, yeah, obviously, right. But I, I'm telling you, if anyone hasn't watched a couple of his matches recently, go back, watch him and Dax against uh, each other from about a well, month ago. Man, I, I'm not going to show him. him he, he's doing. I, it's he's some doing... of the best in ring work I've seen him do ever. Yeah, exactly. He. This is. He's doing ROH quality shit here. He really is. Um, I mean, he has to slow down a little bit. Of course he has. The man's yeah, what? He works Fucking smarter 40. now. He's got to be 40 years old. He works he does smarter. Work smarter. 100%. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, we, we, are look, we are looking at a different CM Punk than we were during his, let's say, last three, four WWE years. Yeah, absolutely. We really are. I'll tell you what, yeah. people. Let, let's leave it to you guys. Leave us some comments. Who do you want to see fight each other at Forbidden Door? And... Is it time to take the belt off Hangman Page? And if it's not Punk, who do you put the belt on? Do you think beating Punk helps Page? Like they fed him a lot. They fed him Danielson. It didn't help him. I no, no. I don't think it beats. I don't think it helps him. I think it. Hurts. I think. I. I think losing. I think. I think. I think losing to to Punk and possibly turning heel might help him. I think a heel turn is definitely in order for Hangman Page. Yeah. I, I agree with that. All right, man. What do you think? You want to get into some list action here? You want to see if let's I remember some, how to do this? Let's do some backlash, man. I, I'm, in, I'm in backlash mode. I, I Unfortunately, I did not get a chance this week to watch a lot of old backlash. So some of the matches you mentioned are not going to be fresh in my memory. But I did, and we'll talk about this at the end of the show, I did watch um, this year's backlash. Yeah. So, so I am all about rematches right now. I'm excited to talk about these rematches. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, uh, I'm now going to try to remember how to do a list. I have not done a list since um, Scott Hall passed away. That's the last list I did. It's been a while. I just, I just checked it up, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Well, you're, you're going to get a lot of lists this summer, brother. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so, top seven WrestleMania rematches to happen at Backlash. And let's go with number seven. I'm going back to the year. I didn't write the years down. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, I did. The year 2001. And I'm going with uh, the Duchess of Queensberry match between William Regal and Chris Jericho. Okay. Um, Okay. So with each match, I I want you to tell me, um, number one, of course, why it's on your list. That's obvious. But I also want to know if each match whether or not it's better than its successor. Oh, I'll whether, try to remember wh- Whether or not, you know what I mean? Whether or not, did you did you get a chance to go back and watch any WrestleMania matches? Or did I did you not. Only watch the rematches? I did not. I have a pretty good memory of most of the WrestleMania matches, though. Uh, some of them I'm a little bit blank on. Of course, on. I meant predecessor, not successor. But um, yes. For me, 
these matches were just so different because this was more of a comedy match, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Jer- Jericho and Regal had a great match at WrestleMania 17. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, now Regal... you have such a boner for this whole uh, P and the T thing, don't you? Oh my God, the facial expression. <laughs> Ooh, it's so funny. I love Regal, right? Not, not just his, his microphone work, but I love him in the ring. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it doesn't matter what era either. You go back, watch him on early, uh, his early WCW shit. It's, it's fucking spot on. Yeah. And uh, that's him and probably... Dave Taylor. Oh my God. Oh, like, like, yeah. Him and Bobby Eaton. Woo. Yeah. Um, this match was great, though, because. It was kind of a playoff of like um, they've done this gimmick a few times where the rules keep changing throughout the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, and they had this like weird looking lady as the Duchess of Queensberry. She had the big hair like mm-hmm. Regal. Uh, they did a comedy spot where Jericho drop kicked her and Regal's face went into her crotch and he came up with like the disgusted face. And yeah, Heyman and Jim Ross were having a field day with it. They were great. You know, uh, Jericho had the match one. Uh, by a submission, but then there was no submissions allowed in the match because that was the rule. It looked like Jericho was going to win by pin, but then the round was over. Like it was just a fun match. Um, you know, number seven was tough. Like there was just a lot of disappointing matches on this uh, backlash list. In all honesty, so this was, I think, I, I could have put a couple other matches on it, but I was more entertained by this match and than some okay. of the other ones. I'll have to revisit it. I don't know that I've ever rewatched this match. I mean, it's, it's not something you got to go out of your way to watch, but it's just, you know, JR. But I Heyman will say this because we're, we're, we're talking, we're talking 2001, right? Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorite uh, eras of YQJ, like his, the character work he was doing at this point is some of the, I, I'm going to put it in my top, in my top three favorite Jericho personas. Yeah. He he was great during this time. And Kurt Angle just came on record and said that Jericho's the GOAT. Yeah, I, I read that. Um, he is entitled to his own opinion. Uh, I do not agree. I don't think he's the greatest of all time, but I no. think he's, he's in the top 10, I think, maybe. He's in the top 10 conversation 100%. A hundred percent. I will not <laughs> take that. But the fact that he actually said the words that Jericho has usurped Shawn Michaels, I, I, I don't, I don't agree. I understand the point he was trying to make, but I don't think that anybody will beat Shawn Michaels. I don't. No. Uh, including the guys in my number six, uh, and one of them is a hell of a hand. They're both hell of a hands. We're going back to two thousand seven. A rematch from yep. WrestleMania 23, Chris Benoit mm-hmm. and MVP. I was wondering where this was going to fall because I knew it was going to be on your list. This is a great match. Very, very underrated match. Very, very underrated, underrated rivalry, these guys. Have. 100%. I uh, love this whole... MVP is... Don't get me wrong. I think he's doing some of his best work right now as a manager. I really do. But he is so underappreciated. Yeah. As a professional wrestler, he really is. You look back at stuff like the stuff he did with Matt Hardy is so oh, fucking yeah. fun, and oh, people yeah. never talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, he he had one of the funnest entrances ever. He is just—he's so good, and nobody talks about him. And this and this proves it. He was going up against one of the greatest professional wrestlers in history, and we collectively forget about it. Yeah. It's very sad. These guys just had a knockdown drag out fight too. You know what I mean? That was technically great. It was hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Benoit got the win in here. Uh, you know, MVP. Sure, the MVP could go. Yeah. Really well, this did. is like his yeah. test because MVP was still pretty new at this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember enough about the WrestleMania match to say which one was better. I think this one might have been better because they got more time. Benoit won the WrestleMania match, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but MVP won a, a rematch on SmackDown, which made this the rubber match. So, mm-hmm. And JBL and Michael Cole were really good on commentary for this as well. Right. Number five. The greatest wrestling match of all time. We're going back to just a couple years ago. I believe it was 2020. Edge and Randy I Orton. I am so fucking happy you put this on your list it's a great match um, 
I was ready for this knock me or listen. I was ready to bring it up after. Um, their their WrestleMania match left a lot to be desired. Um, it was not a it, it, no, it was not a, it was not a great match. But you know, I'm willing to give it to them because it was Edge's first match back in nine fucking years. It was. Um, not supposed to go that way because all of a sudden when they were playing this match, we were not in a pandemic. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're in a pandemic. Yeah. So they had to change everything on the fly. So I'm willing to, I'm willing to give them a pass on that. But then they had time to plan out a phenomenal match for backlash. And now, do I think it was a smart move or, or even a like like I know it was a tongue in cheek thing, but to 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 bill it as the greatest wrestling match of all time, that was stupid. It was, it was really dumb, and I remember hating that. Yeah, but what they gave us was still a like like holy shit! It was yeah. a match of the year candidate for that year. It was I love that match. I truly love that match. Yeah. Now people shit on the match because they're like, well, it wasn't greatest match in in the history of professional wrestling, so fuck it. It was, you watched that match, and if they didn't put that title on it, we would be talking about that match as one of the greatest matches of the decade. It we went over really 40 won. minutes. It was so good. Yeah, it was great. And, and the little things they did, Howard. It was one of, those ma- one of those matches that can keep you. It was really hard to keep interest in the matches without the crowds. Yeah. And that match did it. Yeah. There were a couple parts where it was a little bit like, you know what I mean? But. I mean, they, they're just such good storytellers. Like, they knew when yeah. to slow it down. They knew when to bring it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really love this match. I this, thought is, it was... this, is, this is Randy at pure Randy heel. Like, yeah. like, People forget I mean, how good Randy was a couple in, the early, in the early days of the pandemic. People forget. Him and Oscar yeah. were the MVPs of the early days of the pandemic. A hundred percent. He was proving that he was not done yet at that point, you know? Um, like, yeah. right now, he's just he's just having fun. Yeah. But he was proving, he's like, I still have it. I'm still the best heel in the business. Um, right now, you know, uh, a lot of people, including probably myself, say that um, MV, or that um, The Miz is the best heel in the business, at least in WWE right now. That's tough to argue. And I say that's true. Because Randy Orton's letting him be it. Because Randy, Randy Orton's a face <laughs> because, right now. Because Randy Orton is a face right now. You know? Uh, uh, when, Ra- when Randy decides it's time for a heel turn, then the Miz can step back. <laughs> Fair. And Randy Orton, I love me some Randy Orton, man. He's just, he's the best. I mean, we talked about Randy. We talked about Randy at nauseum on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, and this match is just proof that after... Like at this point, it was what 19, 18 years into his career, and he was still having the best match on the card. Yeah, and he's still doing it 20 years into his career. 100%. And a uh, couple guys. Thank you are... for putting this on your list. I'm very happy that this is. On I mean, your list. my list would be shit if it was not there. There you go. Um, number four. I think it's time we go all the way back to the first ever backlash 1999, The Rock versus Steve Austin. Fuck, I forgot that they had this fucking match at, at Backlash. Yeah. I truly forgot. Okay. Can you, you rewatched it recently? Mm-hmm. Bring me back to it then. Because uh, I don't remember this match. They were doing the storyline with uh, where Shane McMahon stole the Smoking Skull title. Okay. And uh, so like he had. Sorry, what out. year is this again? 99. This is right after this WrestleMania This is right after 15. WrestleMania 15. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I wish I had time to rewatch because I, I don't remember which match was better. Um, have Rock and Austin had better matches with each other? Sure. But this was a fun brawl. And this is just like, it's just so fun to see Steve Austin in 99. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. he does, the crowd's into. They brawled all over the place. Shane McMahon was the referee for this match. Vince came out and punched out Shane and helped Austin win the match because Vince and Shane were kind of feuding a little bit. Um, they just like Austin and Rock in '99, like you could just see the Rock ready to explode to that next level yeah, here. Right. And yeah. Austin was Austin; he was already the biggest thing in the world. The crowd was crazy for it. These guys and their chemistry is off the charts. Do you happen to remember what city it was in? I don't. I don't know no. where they were. Uh, I, you know what? It actually, I think it might have been Chicago. 
in all honesty. It wasn't. Uh, or either that or that was 2001. I can't remember. I think maybe 2001 was in Chicago. I can tell you right now, we have this magical thing called Google, and it just yeah, tells me right now. Rhode Island. Island. Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah, the Dunkin' Donuts Center. So, yeah, 2001 <laughs> was in uh, Chicago. All right. Uh, number three. You want to go number three? You want to talk about this a little more? Who who won the match? Austin won. Austin won. Okay. Yeah, Austin won. Uh, the Rock was never allowed to beat Austin. I, I I guess I should know that because it was a title match, obviously, right? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, number three, we're doing uh, another title match, and and we're also going back to uh, the same year. That would be uh, 2007, and we're going to do the Undertaker versus Batista. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck. Last man standing. Because match. both matches, the WrestleMania one is in my top 20 favorite WrestleMania matches. Me too. It is, it is so fucking good. But this rematch is fucking up there, man. This it's, one is the it's the only one that I can't pick which match is better between the two. I'm yeah. gonna get I'm gonna give the nod to WrestleMania. I think so too. Just because of like there was a finish and it's WrestleMania, whatever. But man, these guys told such a great story for a last man standing match. Um, Takers just so smart the way he works, right? Well, but, his psychology is almost second to none. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can make an argument for maybe Jake Roberts, but like, like nobody does psychology like the Undertaker. And these guys pulled out all the stops. They went through tables. There's hard hitting stair shots. Batista was bleeding buckets in the match. They had the big finish where they both went off the stage for the double yeah. double count right. out, right? Which led into their cage match, which led into Edge cashing in, Batista having to take time off, right? Was it Batista that took time off? Yeah, Batista yes. had to take time yes. off for his arm, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and then they uh, picked up the and- rivalry later in the year. These guys had such good chemistry together. It's Taker's most underrated rival of all time, Batista. 1,000%. I could, we've talked about this in the show, I think, a few times. I love this rivalry. Um, just to, if you were talking about 2007, just to, uh, to mention, this is the year that, uh, Edge made that, that, that poster that they remade this year. There you go. Full circle, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend checking this out. You know what? I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I do. I do remember that match very well. Um, I can't make a decision whether or not it's better than the WrestleMania match or not. I'm going to stick with Mania just by a hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just by a hair. Uh, my number two and my number one were really hard to figure out where I was going to put what. There's a few matches that you haven't mentioned, so I, I'm really... Okay, go for it. Number two, I'm doing Chris Benoit versus yeah. Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Rematch of WrestleMania right. 20. Now... I'm, I'm very happy that this is here because we talked about a week ago and you said that it what it didn't live up to your memories. Yes. So, Still an amazing match, but I just so, I, I okay, had it on a so pedestal. The, so the farther that we got on the list and you hadn't talked about it yet, I was really, really scared that it wasn't even going to be on your list. Number two, depending on what your number one is, obviously, I'm okay with it at your number two spot. But I do think it's better than their WrestleMania match. You got to rewatch it. Okay. Rewatch yeah. it. Because I have not watched this match since it aired. You know what I mean? And maybe a year after it I aired. Watched it, I watched it about four or five years ago. But It's been yeah. a while since I watched it. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you that this match is not awesome. Because it, it is, is 100% awesome. However, yeah. I think I just had it on a pedestal for so many years. And when I rewatched it, I was like, you know, I think I kind of like the WrestleMania match better. Okay. Uh, I, I I will reserve judgment until I go and rewatch both. Yeah. Because uh, because the WrestleMania match is great. It's the it's one of only two triple threat matches that I love. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not a big triple threat match guy. So, but I love that match. Yeah. Uh, so this, um, I shouldn't say one of two. One of let's say ten in history. Yeah, that I actually love, you know. But uh, but this rematch, I remember going. I remember thinking, why are they doing this? 
we've done it. Why do it again? It's stupid. Uh, because I wasn't even sold that they should have done it the first time. Why, you know, why Sean weasel his way in? Okay, we got a great match, but why are they doing it again? And then they did it again, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> because be, be because it's the three greatest wrestlers on the planet. That's why. And boy, did these guys ever put Benoit over. You know, Triple H topped at Mania. Sean topped at uh, Backlash here, right? Like, yeah. the crowd yeah. was in fire. It was in Benoit's hometown. You it would have I mean? been so easy for this to be the Triple H and Shawn Michaels show, and Benoit's just there. You know what I mean? Because that's that's what the feud was. It was it, it was Sean and Trips, and then all of a sudden. Ben was like, well, I, I, I get to face the champion. You know what I mean? So so it would have been easy for him to be the odd man out. And they didn't make it like that at all for either match. Yeah. I I mean, these three speak for themselves, right? These three speak for themselves. Uh, two of the greatest champions of all time. And then Benoit, you know, he didn't have a, the most crazy title run of all time. But I don't think there's a better technical wrestler in the world than Chris Benoit ever. The, the believability that that guy brings into the ring. I will. It's hard him, to disagree with you. Him or, him, or I, Brian, it, him or Brian Danielson are my two that I, I think are I, the best okay. wrestlers in the world. I'm going to throw a name out there just to throw it out there. Right. Yeah, I consider one of the greatest scientific and technical wrestlers ever. Um, and that's Dean Malenko. Yeah, yeah. Dean's up there too. I just think I, that... I, 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 but, but am I willing to say Malenko's better than Benoit? I'm not sure. It, it's hard for me. I, I don't think you can say that Malenko's better than Benoit or Danielson. And that's not a knock on Malenko because Malenko. I do think, I do think Malenko's better than Hart. I will say that. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good debate. I think, and, I think and of you, course, Kurt Angle as well. Kurt Angle is probably. Ooh, Kurt's got to be in that conversation. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's kind of a good segue for my number one. That's a, sounds like a list. Kurt Angle is <laughs> also in the conversation for number one. So is Chris Benoit. It is the ultimate submission match from Backlash. Okay. How the fuck did I forget about this? Okay. This match, I think, is better than its WrestleMania. I, a million percent of this because they only yeah. got like nine minutes at WrestleMania. One yeah. Week build. Yeah. No, this, ma- this match, they, they went all the way. Fuck, how could I even forget that this happened? This was a great match. I love this match. Okay, I am 100% on board with you for this being your number one. Yeah, Yeah, when I made this list, I I had them flipped. I was like, yeah, this is the way it is. And then I rewatched the matches. If if it was me making the list, if it was me making the list, uh, uh, the the 20 rematch would have been my easy number one. Yeah. Until I rewatched this, that's exactly what happened to me. Yeah, exactly what happened to me. Yeah, I got you. Uh, two of the best technical wrestlers having a technical wrestling match for thirty minutes. Yeah, submission match, and they didn't go crazy with the submissions. It was like three three. You know what I mean? Like they went yeah. to overtime, which was great. But they respected the submission holds. You know what I mean? If you get mm-hmm. on that big move, there was a quick tap out. You know what I mean? They told the story. I got to save myself for 30 minutes. I have to tap out. Exactly. It, without them making them look weak. Uh-huh. that And that's the hard part. When I first found out this match was happening back in the day, I'm like, this is stupid to me because what? Angle's going to tap out to the cross face and, you know, and, and, and then get up and, and, and keep going. It just makes them look weak, but it didn't. The yeah. the way they the way they pulled it off, the way they told the story, just like you said, it was a hey man, I, I have to keep going for 25 more minutes. I'm just gonna tap out and then I'm I'm gonna make him tap out twice. Yep, yep. And 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 that story was told. Uh the the commentary did a great job telling that story as well. That was very important. Yes, and and Heyman and JR are one of my all-time favorite commentary teams, so yeah. Bonus points for that as well. So that's my list. Now I know you said that you had a couple in mind that were that you hadn't heard yet. What was left off? Oh that no, you... You, nothing. Okay. Nothing's been left off now. I you, you got everything that I was thinking. Yeah. So matches that I did leave off. I'll just run through the other couple really quick. Batista versus Triple H in 05. 
this yeah. it was just okay. Um, this one I, I thought was going to make the list when I started watching it. Trish Stratus and Mickey James from 06. They were having mm-hmm. a hell of a match, but I think Trish got hurt and they kind of stopped okay. it abruptly. Okay. Um, Undertaker and Edge, 2008. They, they just had a good match, but uh, I just thought the other matches were better. Their their match at uh, WrestleMania is hard to beat. It yes, really is. Yes. Um, this one's going to get me heat from our friend Jonah, who uh, unfortunately uh, we were recording way too late tonight, so I had to push Jonah for another week. Uh, we still love you, buddy. But Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy in the I Quit match from 2009. The match, the finish was great, but the match yeah. was like, Matt worked Jeff's I, leg the whole match. It was I just, weird. I, I, I just don't have good memories of that feud in general. I really don't. This one I thought was going to make the list, and I, I I almost put this on as my number seven, but I really hated the finish. AJ Styles versus Nakamura, where they just okay. double dick kick. It was a no DQ match, and they double dick kicked each other, and that was the end of the match. Yeah. And that's it. So my question I pose to you then, because now you have yes, watched sir. you have watched Backlash. I have not. I have. Yes. So there were four WrestleMania rematches that happened at Backlash this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Uh, my number seven, Regal Jericho. My number six, Benoit MVP. Edge and Randy, five. Rock Austin, four. Taker Batista, three. Benoit Triple H, Edge, H, or sorry, Benoit Triple H, HBK, two. Benoit Angle, one. Did any matches from the pay-per-view last week, would they have taken a spot on this list? Yes. What do you got? What would, what at would, least, at least one. Yeah. Possibly two. Okay. So I would make a case for AJ and Edge because yep. it was really fucking good. Now, um, Rollins and Cody was also really fucking good. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, there's three of them because Rollins and Rollins and uh, uh, Rollins and Ed, um, Cody is better than your Jericho and and yeah. Regal match. That's Nothing, a fun part not, match. It, yes. But then Edge and uh, uh, Edge and AJ is a top five list maker for sure. I I think that you could easily bump my seven and six Benoit MVP and Jericho and Regal for those two. And then, as your number three on this list, I would put Ronda and Charlotte. So that match was what you, so fucking good. What do you bump? Because you got to bump one more match. Are you What's bumping? Your number six? What, what was your number six? My number six was Benoit MVP, but that's gone because he won Edge and yeah. AJ. Okay, what was what was your number five? Edge and Randy Orton. So you got to bump no. either Edge, Randy Orton, no, that, Rock that, Austin, see, I, I, or Edge I wouldn't and AJ. Have ha- I wouldn't have had it that low anyway. So do you bump Rock, Rock and Austin? Rock, Rock and Austin. Yeah. Do you or yeah. do you or do you bump Edge and AJ? This is hard for me because I just watched Rock. I just watched Edge and AJ. I haven't watched Rock and Austin, uh, not in years, anyways. So right now, I'd have to go with with with, with Edge and AJ. Um, it was really good. It was really really good. Uh, I could, like I said, I could contest to. I'd have to go watch. Like, 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 it could get bumped up. If any match could get bumped up, it'd be that one, maybe. Yeah. Um, or, or even no. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard because they were so good. But Leave no way in hell would I ever, ever, ever bump. I can't say enough good things about Ronda and Ronda and Charlotte. It's Ronda's best WWE match. I'm looking forward to watching that. Hands I'm down. looking forward to watching Seth and Cody. The uh, story, the story those two women told was phenomenal um we saw a side of charlotte that i loved this vicious side that you actually believed that she belonged in an i quit match against the baddest woman on the planet you know what i mean like she belonged there she was toe-to-toe with ronda fucking rousey and you believed that um do you know the finish I don't. I, I have not. I know who goes over, but I, I okay. don't. I don't may, know. May how. I spoil it for you or no? Uh, no, I'm going to watch it. I'm okay. Watch it. All right. Let's just say it's one of my favorite finishes. At the very, at the very least, if this is not match of the year for uh, uh, um, so far, it's definitely finish of the year. It's my favorite finish 
so far this year. I loved it. Sweet. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch uh, a few of those matches. I've got the next couple of days off. Um, this is a this is a pay per view of the year candidate for me. Amazing! I can't wait yeah. for it. The the only match that fell flat was Corbin versus Moss, and even that wasn't nearly as bad as the critics are saying. Um, every other match was a minimum of fucking nine to ten. Every match. Well, that's crazy, man. I got some stuff to watch here. And I also want to watch something that happened on Raw tonight. Austin Theory and Cody had a match. And you know what they yeah. did on you know what they did on Raw that I loved? They brought back the old school looking mean gene podium interview. Oh, cool. I didn't with know the, that. with the crowd cool. in the background, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah like they that. they I guess they've been listening to the classic match classroom where I put that over all the time. <laughs> Which is coming back this week with war games. We're returning this week. After Which war games are you doing? The original war games, 87. Okay. Got the whole build up for it and everything. You and I are uh, working on a side project right now that uh, we'll talk about we'll soon. Talk about it a bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, where I have discovered my new favorite war games. Yeah, that's a tough one to argue. It's going to be, yeah. I, I can't wait for that. Uh, we'll quick before we sign off, let's just pay the bills. Pro Wrestling Tees counted out seven. Uh, yeah make sure you guys are checking out barry wrestling this weekend if you're in the area we will be there we will be back it's going to be great uh help out rory fox donate to his gofundme because we love rory fox and uh, our good friend bronwyn billington her the new book on the british bulldogs has come out um yeah. uh, she is very heavily involved with it and she is selling autographed copies through her instagram so look her up on instagram and uh, get yourself an autographed copy of the book. I can't wait to get mine. And if for some reason you haven't done it, let us up uh, on Instagram. Hit those like buttons everywhere you go. Twitter, Instagram, right here on YouTube. Hit the like, subscribe, do everything. Uh, uh, share, 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 share. Let people know about us, man. Uh, 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 word of mouth is key. Those subscribe buttons help us every single time. The more subscribers we can get, the the more content that we can create, and um, the, the the better it is for this show. The we bigger guests that so we kind can of get, support. Yeah. Absolutely. Bigger, bigger guests we can bring. And and, and, tr- and trust me, we have some. We've got our toes in some water. We have, holy crap, um, we've got at least one confirmed that we're not going to talk about yet. Then we have like three others that are just, we're, we're ready to sign. We have some stuff coming. All I will say is um, the guests that we, I'm pretty sure we're, we're finalized and confirming. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be a buzzing good time. Yeah. And the guests it'll be a, that. It'll be, it'll be a jumping good time. Oh. Uh, and the guests that I'm hoping to get for the summer, I think will be the biggest guests in the history of Canada history. Yeah, it's going and will remain to be so because if we do get this gentleman, it'll be hard to beat. But for years after, that's if we do it. We won't know that that's, for another month. We're we're so yeah. that's a month away. So either way, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't. I got nothing else. I'll take it all. <laughs> I got I got nothing else, man. This was this, this was a good show. I I didn't think I'd be uh, awake for this. Uh, we went a little later because you got really fucking busy at work. Yes. And I had um, I had seven cottage springs before even going on with you, and I've had three more since. So somehow, I'm surprised I'm sober. Somehow uh, you've sober. had somehow you've had ten cottage springs tonight, and you said half of the. Fuck bombs that you dropped last week. Danny is the best. I still don't know if I believe you. I'm going to go back and listen to the show. You said that I've said more. I said fuck more times in last week's show than I have in the history of of Counted Out combined. And, uh, and I I felt like me and Danny were tame last week compared to what we could have been. You just said fuck every thirty seconds, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe twenty five, but uh, it was so, still a great. So what show. you're saying is so what you're saying is last week was your mother's favorite show. Oh my god, my mother. My poor mother. And on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day week. On Mother's Day, no less. Yes. All right. uh, Let's do this. Thank you for listening once again. We will be back next week. Um, Not sure what we're doing yet. That's your list. It's my list. I'll I'll think of something fun. Uh, We're getting close to me saying bye-bye for a few weeks. But uh, until then, you're stuck with me. And because of that, we have been counted out. Cheers!
Attention wrestling fans, Kevin Taskmaster Sullivan is coming to the GTA for the first time in 25 years. Gotham Central Comics will welcome the Taskmaster himself on Saturday, May 28th for a meet and greet and autograph session. Come on down to Gotham Central at 1400 Aimco Boulevard, that's Dixie and the 401 from 1 to 4 p.m. for this awesome event.